2: Hey folks, before we talk to Jody and David, let's talk about The After Party. Every Friday, Kimberly Johnson and I record a fourth podcast each week, but this one is different from the usual Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows. The Friday After Party podcast is loaded with all the politics you want, while also including uncensored, completely obscene conversations about sex, drugs, movies, television, our personal lives, all the crap we can't get away with on the free show. So please help support this podcast by subscribing to our Friday After Party for just $10 per month. And you'll also get two post-mortem shows every week included in that level of support. That's bobseskashow.com, or just click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at BobSeska.com. And now, let the cartoons begin.
1: Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never
2: give up, never surrender.
1: This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by
2: BubbleGenius.com. Mr. President. Huh? Congress is considering four articles of impeachment. Yeah. For what? They're very serious charges, sir. Huh. First, abuse of power. Yep. Second, the obstruction of justice. Yeah, what else? Uh, third, the failure to uh, uh, cooperate with the Congress. Yeah. And uh, last, uh, bombing Cambodia, sir. They can't impeach me for bombing Cambodia. The president can bomb anybody he likes. That's true. <laughs> well, well, we'll win that one, sir, but the other three... Hey, you know, Fred, they sell tickets. It's wrong. Fred. They sell tickets to an impeachment like a damn circus. <laughs> okay, so they're impeaching me while I fuck them. <laughs> well, then, sir, we'll... Uh... Have to deal with the possibility of removal from office, loss of pension, possibly, possibly even prison.
1: What I know about this country,
2: I could rip it apart. If they want a public humiliation, that's what they'll get. Yes, they will. I will never resign
1: this office. Never. what the fuck have I? What's in there? Uh, the POWs and their families, the event. Fire him. Who? Cox, Archibald Cox, fire him.
2: But, sir, he works for the Attorney General. Only Richardson can fire him. May I echo my concern here, sir? Really? Then tell you? Richardson to fire him. Well, Richardson won't do that, sir. He'll resign. Hell, he will. Then? fire him, too. If you have to go all the way down to the janitor of the
1: Justice Department, fire that son of a bitch. He's Mr. President? Now, uh, there's some people, and we both know them now, think you can go stand in the middle of the bull ring and cry, mea culpa, mea culpa, while the crowd is hissing and booing and spitting on you. A man doesn't cry. I don't cry. You don't cry. You fight. Bob Seska. Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice.
2: The Bob Seska Show. History repeating itself, huh? From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, January 14, 2021, and this is the Bob Sessions Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1456 of the Trump crisis. Six days. Six. Until Inauguration Day. So let's bring in the Goth Ninja. Is Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com. It is your podcasting super-duper station. That's what, that's what Trump calls it. He calls it the super-duper station. <laughs> it's sexyliberal.com. Also, David T. Rex Ferguson from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com. Also, astralsummer.bandcamp.com is his uh, music project, and... Oh, my God, we've got a debut song from Astral Summer coming up later on the show. I can't wait. That's exciting. Hi. Hi, Goth Ninjas. Hello. How are you? Oh, God. So angry. (laughs) (laughs) So angry. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of angry, speaking of uh, a shit sandwich, uh, our friend Buzz Burbank, his life is a bit of a shit sandwich at the moment. I'm I'm still not at liberty to talk details, but it looks like he's going to be out of commission for at least another 10 days or so, maybe more. I'll keep you posted as much as I can. I'm just sort of waiting for the go-ahead from Buzz before I can reveal anything. My guess is he's going to want to uh, reveal some things himself on his own terms. So, But needless to say, there is positive news <laughs> coming into this Thursday show. Um, I should tell you, moving boxes have been seen arriving at the White House. So this is all wonderful news oh, with six God. days left to go. Moving boxes. They're unloading moving boxes.
0: Do they I... have the sage ready to burn?
2: <laughs> they're loading up all of Donald Trump's hair care products into yeah. these just these huge boxes, giant <laughs> pallets worth of boxes. There's like a scene in the movie JFK where after David Ferry is killed by you know we're led to believe that David Ferry is assassinated, but they're going around. Uh, uh, Kevin Costner and the other characters are going around David Ferry's house. This Joe Pesci character, JFK, and they arrive on this a makeup table and it's got the foam like like the styrofoam heads with the different wigs on them and then just an array of makeup and weird disgusting products and it's just so grim and disgusting looking it's like something out of Silence of the Lambs with Buffalo Bill's basement right mm-hmm. it's just that level of grossness and i imagine that's what they're packing up at the white house right now i can't even imagine It must suck to be a White House staffer, to be like a porter at the White House, who for the last four years have had to deal with these fucking assholes. Not only are they horrible people, but I can't even imagine cleaning up after Donald Trump. He doesn't seem like the kind of person who throws away his shit or keeps things straightened up. He just seems like someone who throws shit everywhere. I mean, we've seen the video of him with that umbrella going up the stairs to Air Force One, and then instead (laughs) He just drops it, because he's not done with it. I mean, (laughs) Fuck it. It's not my job to deal with this uh, umbrella, so I'm just going to leave it here. Fuck you. You have to go get it. And that's, I'm sure, the way he's been handling the White House all this time. But- there are still rumors floating around that he's going to leave the day before that. He's just going to leave Washington on the 19th and it's still unclear, uh, whether other members of the Trump family will show up. It's unclear whether Ivanka, is going to show up at the uh, inauguration.
0: They said she's not. I think there was a
2: Yeah, I, I heard
1: she's, not. she's Look, not. There's only one Trump who should be welcome at the inauguration. And yeah. your married. name starts with M and ends with Y and it's buried.
2: Well, I mean, we're talking about the movie. We're going to come back to Ivanka here in a little bit because there's a uh, a thing in Vanity Fair about her and the fact that she's
1: still, I don't want to harm my bright political prospects. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. She's
2: still trying to figure out how she can run for president eventually or yeah. maybe for Senate in Florida what have you but uh, obviously the big news is the fact that uh, Donald Trump was impeached again yesterday (laughs) oh shit maybe I should talk about that first instead of the moving boxes (laughs) so one term Biff gets impeached twice during his one term
1: he's literally been impeached more times than I have sat in a restaurant this year he has
0: 50% of the total impeachments on record
1: he has you know David that's a good point He's
2: been impeached as many times as I've worn pants since March. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I you know I wear short pants, right? But I don't wear long pants. I've only worn I think pants once <laughs> in all of this time. And I don't know, that, to me that feels like a good thing. But okay. Well, you
0: know, I you know how people are, you know, applauding the 10 Republicans that that voted to impeach which is which was good yeah but one of them Tom Rice I don't know if you knew this he voted to impeach but uh-huh. he was also one of the Republicans who voted to overturn the election results
1: oh wow the New York okay. Times has
0: a list with how everybody voted and so he's where like they a were. windsock basically which <laughs> yeah, <was fun>. yeah. <laughs> well he voted no to the 25th amendment he voted no mm-hmm. to that but yep. then he voted yes for impeachment um and I just find that he's covering his ass, is what he's doing. He's to oh to yeah, work
1: drunk. He doesn't know. He's like, press the button. I don't know which one. Green. It, well, he <laughs> j- no, no, no.
0: It's because of all those companies that were not going to give money anymore mm. to the insurrectionists right. and the people that supported that in the house. We have a list of them. He was one of them, and he's like, oh shit, I want to win again. So I sh- suppose I should vote for impeachment. Whether I don't care that he did it f- probably for that reason but i find that very it's not being mentioned mm-hmm. on the news that tom rice from south carolina's district 7 yeah um, voted to overturn the election results yet still voted to impeach the man
2: <laughs> the great forgetting is underway they oh uh, did we support that guy i don't remember supporting that guy for right. 4 years i just everything's cool with me please vote please give me money thank you
0: and the only representative that voted yes The only, excuse me, the only Republican that voted yes to the 25th Amendment and impeachment was Adam Kinzinger.
2: Oh, right. He was the only one. Yeah. He was the
0: only one that did it right both times.
2: These guys
1: are colossal weasels. I mean, make Mm -hmm. no mistake about it. Yeah, let's say, before we start lionizing Liz Cheney, let's remember that this is, she's really like, this is her clearing the board for 2024. Uh She Mm -hmm. doesn't want to deal with Ivanka and she doesn't want to deal with her dad. So she's like sticking in the knife now. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, uh,
2: at the very least, I will give them a teeny tiny bit, a sliver of credit for this. They are defying these violent insurrections. I mean, yeah. they're making themselves targets. And uh, in that respect, it is a little bit of a profile encourage. It is teeny tiny bit because you know that their email inboxes, their fax machines insofar as they even have fax machines anymore. Their, you know, their voicemail, everything, everywhere mm-hmm. they go, they're going to be constantly harassed and accosted. Buy Donald Trump's red hats, thinking that these people are traitors to the MAGA agenda or whatever the right. fucking
1: nonsense that they deal with. Which Respect- since her dad already has a giant skull shaped fortress on a deserted island. Liz Cheney's not worried <laughs> about that.
2: That's exactly right. Oh my God. I've got God. a
1: cat scratching at the bedroom door. It's going to show up as interference if I don't let her in. Hang okay, on. go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Well,
0: because I was looking at the, the New York Times. So anybody that wants to. It's in the New York Times. They have a chart. And so that's why I was. I just. That nobody is mentioning it on television news is just mind-boggling to me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the guy th- just stood there and looked at me when I opened the door.
2: The House <laughs> voted to impeach Trump, making him the only American president to be impeached twice. Ten Republicans, including the House's number three Republican, Liz Cheney, joined with all Democrats in a 232 to 197 vote to impeach Trump for willful incitement of insurrection, the gravest charge ever lodged against a sitting president for his role in a riot in, well, in an insurrection by his supporters that left five dead at the Capitol and the Capitol ransacked. 197 Republicans said, you know what? Inciting insurrection, not good enough.
1: Uh, I mean, I understand the political calculus. Yeah. But do you, I mean, people, do you understand the catastrophe that we very narrowly avoided? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, it's just like, they were going to slaughter people. Yeah, they yeah. They killed a cop with a, like bludgeoned his head in with a fucking fire extinguisher. So at this point, like your arguments are all invalid, Republicans. Yeah.
0: Uh, but my favorite thing was well, hey, we haven't had an investigation and we haven't talked to witnesses. There were four hundred thirty five witnesses in the building. Yeah.
2: That, yeah.
0: That, that that are sitting in Congress. I mean, it's like, you guys, yeah. You were witnesses to this. Well, again you testifying that there's no nothing that happened, no big deal. You're you're Blind, stupid. I don't know which one it is.
2: What the hell does it require for these guys to support impeachment? I guess what you have to do is you have to pass health care. If you pass health care, that's enough to impeach you, according to Republicans. You have to be a
1: Democrat. Is what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you, remember, basic... you
2: remember, you remember two thousand nine and twenty ten when the Republicans were campaigning. In that uh, that first midterms uh, during the first uh, Obama administration, they were campaigning on impeaching Barack Obama for passing the Affordable Care Act. That's right. what they were talking about. So, in order to get impeached by these Republicans, you one have to be a Democrat, and you two have to pass health care. Talk about an upside down goddamn party, a party that is headed for the you know the slag heap of history if uh, Donald Trump has any control over it, because that's that's what's next for the these guys is going to be an entire split within their party where they're going to have to decide which side to be on the Trump side or the uh, legacy Republican Party, whatever you want to call it, the remnants of the Republican Party. We can look forward to that in the coming years as to watch this uh, entire thing break down. Even after Trump is gone, he's going to continue to rip it to shreds. That's for sure. But again, 197 people, not good enough. <laughs> so absolutely ridiculous, and I wonder if there would have been more Republicans signing on if Mitch McConnell had actually been taking this seriously, because he's decided. I mean, we're back to where we were maybe sometime late last week when he was saying mm-hmm. that you know he's going to wait until January nineteenth to bring mm-hmm. the impeachment trial, even though he could do it sooner. He
0: could do it today.
2: Yeah, except Mitch McConnell and you can is a- confirm
1: a Supreme Court justice in six days. You can fucking do, uh, yeah.
2: Oh, of course, of course. But Mitch McConnell is a slimy rat bastard, so Mm -hmm. he's going to do whatever he can to uh, wiggle out of (laughs) doing what he needs to do. I mean, the whole thing with the Republicans right now, especially Republican leadership, for the past four years has been all about holding their breath, hoping they don't have to oppose this guy and his Mm -hmm. crazy fucking followers and hoping they can get to the end without too much damage to themselves. That's what they're doing. Mitch McConnell, make no mistake, is holding on for dear life, getting whatever bounce he can get from the money flowing into the MAGA agenda to the Red Hat cult. He's just waiting until he gets to the next president before he can finally cut bait and say, yeah, I never supported him in the first place. I was just waiting for him to go. Yeah, okay, whatever,
1: old man. It's good to know that at least he, he knifes his friends as well. I mean, because mm. he's such a horrible person. But I mean, the fact that he's like, "Oh well, he can't, Trump can't give me any more judges, so fuck him out the door." Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just yeah, uh, it's like Emperor Palpatine or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just like <laughs> the you, sum hey. of all <laughs> villainy and evil in the universe. Yeah,
2: that's right. And it, you see it on their faces too. You see their villainy. I mean, they couldn't make for better like cinematic villains. I mean, between Kellyanne Conway and Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump, for God's sake, their appearance matches their level of despotism. It it is very much like uh, Emperor Palpatine, Darth Sidious from the Star Wars movies. But one of the things that's driving me nuts from these people is all the excuse making. And I should say the super flimsy excuse making, trying to defend what went on, trying to defend Donald Trump in all of this, um, what they're talking about specifically, and they're honing in on corporations like Amazon, Google, Twitter, Facebook, etc. cetera, all of these groups that have decided we're no longer going to let these people incite violent insurrection on our platforms. It's probably not a good thing for business. And so in reaction to that, the Republicans are all screaming. Well, why are they trying to cancel conservative thought? I mean, oh, we're please. seeing this all. We're, yeah, we're seeing it all over the place. They're all tweeting it. Oh my God, they're trying to cancel. They're trying to censor conservative thought. Yeah. Why? Why do they hate the First Amendment so much? If why do to they to hate- stop
1: another fucking riot from happening? You <laughs> pigs! Who I is mean, it that just- had a
0: censored uh, mask on while she was talking on oh, national television?
1: She's Georgia's new pride and joy, <laughs> as I like to call her, Representative My Pretty Phony. You're <laughs> um, talking about Bobert? Is that who we're talking no, about? No, 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 no. no that's no. Whiter Shade of Palin. Okay. Oh, um, right, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> no, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene oh, right. is, is the one. QAnon okay. freak yeah. that's like planning on introducing articles of impeachment against now. Joe Biden on the 20th. Yeah. Which I'm like, honey, you can't commit crimes in office before you're in office. That's right. right.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> it's just, they're just pandering. That's all that is. It's just, mm-hmm. We're going to fluff the red hats as best we can, because we're going to ride that gravy train for all it's worth. We're going to ride it like a mechanical bull. That's going to be fun. It's kind
1: of tough because, to me, she looks kind of like the cute little pony I always wanted at my birthday parties. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about you Boebert or man. Taylor Green? No, I'm talking about MGT or whatever. MJT, Marjorie Taylor yeah. Greene, or MTG. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my little phony. She just <laughs> looks, I mean... So she was like, I voted no on impeachment. And I'm like, you need to vote yes on an oil-free moisturizer, honey, because I could strike a match on that face. <laughs> I mean, she's just like, oh how many my people God. voted yes on the impeachment? Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> <laughs> the stopping is her hoof. Is that what that is? Yes, that's <laughs> her hoof.
2: Okay. Um, counting. So, these dinguses seem to believe that inciting an insurrection is conservative thought requiring First Amendment protections. I mean, remember, um, yeah, you remember, like, it was a thousand years ago. Matt Gates, like ye- six weeks. Matt yeah. Gaetz yesterday was oh, just yelling his giant head off uh, on the floor of the House of Representatives, talking about how they're being censored and, and they're losing their First Amendment protections. No, Republicans and conservatives are being canceled sold for their yeah. oh my god the confluence the uh, merging the collision of this notion of conservative thought which to me conservative thought is uh, you know i like low taxes i want to cut taxes right. or i want small government that's conservative thought and no one's silencing any of that shit but when they're talking about you know raising an army of thugs to overthrow the article 1 powers but any fucking idiot with a, at least a tiny bit of gray matter in their skulls is thinking, well, yeah, that's a little too far. That's a little bit too much, except for Matt Gates and all these other red hats who have no concept whatsoever. But the other thing is, the other excuse, we're going through a list of excuses here. The other excuse is that, oh, well, liberals have been breaking windows and setting things on fire. It was another thing Matt Gates was yelling about yesterday. Well, they can set real fires and, well, and they're yelling at us for setting fires. What? Yeah, we never killed any cops. Yeah, well, there's a difference between smashing the window of a couple of Chipotle restaurants and invading the Congress with the intention of hanging the vice president. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There's no relationship whatsoever between what was happening over the summer and what happened on the 6th of January. And I don't
0: recall, also, I don't recall... Robert De Niro, Kathy Griffin, or Madonna being the presidents of the United States. Maybe- <laughs> Kathy
1: Lee Griffin. Right. Oh, Kathy yeah,
0: Kathy Lee Griffin. She has a new middle name. Um, <laughs> I heard that. But I don't recall them being presidents of the United States, mm-hmm. unless, unless I'm just forgetting.
1: Yeah, no, no. Man, President Kathy Griffin, can I, you imagine? I'm down. I'm down I'm with that. am so into that. I'm like, we would all get fabulous shoes. By the way, last and- night,
2: uh, Rick Wilson referred to her as Kathy Griffith. As a point of order, the only Griffith that I'm aware of, uh, at least the only celebrity Griffith,
1: is Andy Andy Griffith. Everyone Uh, else is Griff-in. And then Um, Republicans um, whining about having to go through metal detectors. Is that on the list, or do I need to wait? Oh, no,
2: no, that's not not on my list. But yeah, of course they're whining about having to go through metal detectors. This is-
1: Uh, Welcome to junior high, guys. I mean, every single school kid in this country has to walk to a metal detector in the morning to go to class.
2: These are the same people who passed laws making sure that we have to take our pants off at the airport because one guy tried to light his underpants on fire and failed to do it. Another guy tried to light his shoes on fire on a plane, failed to do it also. And we also have to take our shoes off as a consequence of that. But, you know, having metal detectors to keep red hat insurrectionists out of Congress, you know, keep them from kidnapping the Speaker of the House and hanging her, uh, that's a bridge too far. I mean, this is all bullshit that they... I mean, it's like they're inviting it. They don't understand what the stakes are of this thing, so they continue to invite it. Like, Peter Navarro and uh, Maria Bartiromo, Lando's uh, co-pilot in Return of the Jedi, were just going off doing the same bullshit that uh, Donald Trump has been doing uh, on television this morning. Peter Navarro said the Democratic Party did violence to this country by attacking a president who I believe was legally elected on November 3rd. So he's saying... That Donald Trump was <sighs> legally elected on November third, and the Democrats are the ones who want to do violence to this country.
0: I don't. I I, I, okay. I, mm, point no. of order, question. <laughs> um, if it were, if it was Antifa or Black Lives Matter or Biden supporters that they claim, yeah. Why would we, who support Biden, go to Congress to stop the certification of the vote?
2: They
1: I haven't thought that far. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's like they, you know, it's like the underwear gnomes. It's like, you right, know. right.
0: <laughs>
1: That's exactly right. Well, did you guys Stop see? Uh, we'll get back to the excuses
2: here in just a second. But did you guys see Rachel Maddow's monologue her a block uh,
1: monologue the other night no. where she
2: was addressing Donald Trump directly? Oh, God, it was
1: oh, harsh. She knifed yet. him and left him in the parking lot. She was like, "You fucking idiot." what, the, what did you think was going to happen?
2: What did you expect to achieve by right. this? What was the End game in all of this. And the answer to that question. Is basically the centerpiece of how fucking awful that insurrection actually was. These people had no fucking idea what they were doing. It was the and, Thank and God. The, the underpants gnome thing. David is the thing that uh, made me think of this. Is it was like okay, let's march on the Capitol, invade the Capitol? Question mark? Question mark? Question Throw mark? Throw a big tantrum
1: and Trump, then Trump is president. Forever. Trump is president
2: forever. Exactly right. right. That's the number three. Trump is president forever. And so I, how they got from let's invade Congress to Trump as president forever, there is nothing that goes in those question mark slots, right? There, there is no, okay, well, we Let's see. We hang the vice president. We murder the speaker of the house. We stop the certification of the electoral vote until we get tired and want to go home. Uh, so that's going. Suddenly Trump will be president. Out of that, I, there's no. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. One thing no, does not lead to the other. It was a, it
1: was to a toddler other. tantrum with weapons. Yeah, they were totally acting out. I they mean, were, they literally like shit themselves <laughs> and, and, and smeared right. it on the walls of the Capitol. Yes. I mean, it was a toddler tantrum with guns. Yeah. Well, zip ties.
2: Here's one more excuse that we're hearing now. Uh, Red Hats are saying that one of the law enforcement officers who was killed during the attack, Brian Sicknick, he was the one who was dragged outside, beaten to death with a fire extinguisher and the American flag because they have such respect for the American flag, don't yeah. you know? Fuck you, Colin Kaepernick. They're saying he actually died because of some sort of pre-existing medical condition and not because he Called was- Called a skull bludgeoned. that's not broken? Yeah. Like a pre-existing medical well, condition. It's, it's mean, the same uh, excuse they're using for COVID, right? The, the COVID deaths are not actual yeah. real deaths because of COVID. They're, they're deaths because of other things that are underlying it. But I mean, if a Red Hat decides to stick a pair of scissors into an electric socket and the shock causes that guy to have a heart attack and die, the cause of death is still electrocution, not the heart attack, which was triggered by the surge of electricity. Doi. Here's one that'll piss you off here. Ben Shapiro tweeted this yesterday. Oh, God. The Ben Shapiro droid.
1: Five, four wonder. (laughs) Quote, you know, he lies about his height. He says he's five nine. And he's actually five four. And just to yeah. me, like the guy who says I'm so masculine and like the epitome of, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> lies he said, about his height. But
2: he was tweeting yesterday about the zip ties. He said literally every regular human I
1: know owns zip ties.
2: What? So yeah. So well, uh, everybody's got zip yeah, those ties. Those are his so...
1: friends that go to another school. Yeah. And by in the Canada. way. Yeah. The
0: the thing that the, <laughs> what those people were carrying weren't zip ties; they were flex cuffs. Yes.
2: Yeah, which are specifically designed to restrain human beings, exactly. right?
0: Exactly. Those are flex cuffs. They weren't zip ties. So, That's right. Uh, people need to stop saying that. So, great, Ben. You've got friends that have zip ties. Do they have flex cuffs?
1: <laughs> he was like, I would normally make a joke, but let me just explain to you, Ben. There's a difference between flex cuffs, which are used to keep hostages, and the zip ties your wife uses to tie you to a chair while she has sex with other men. <laughs>
2: This is the guy who's at the center of the intellectual dark web. I just want to remind you of that. (laughs) The intellectual dork web. (laughs) Exactly. So those are uh, several of the excuses that Republicans are throwing out there, and we better get used to that, because we hear a lot of this shit moving forward, especially as Donald Trump is uh, held accountable for everything. And this impeachment, I think, was uh, the first taste of what we're going to see in the uh, not too distant future. I think we're going to see all kinds of investigations up and down the eastern seaboard, every location where Donald Trump has operated, they are going to bring some form of charges against him. We already have things started up in uh, New York State with Letitia James and investigating the Trump Organization, so we can count on there being a lot
1: more like that. Thank God. Oh, we Did have. Did you see the guy that was a network administrator? who was like, hey, champ, did you commit treason on Wednesday? <laughs> it's brilliant. Because he explains how the Capitol, because so much of it is underground, has its mm-hmm. own independent cellular network. Yeah. And everybody with a live cell phone that walked into the building got logged. Yeah, And so they have like extensive records of every single person who carried a phone into the Capitol that day. And that was the other thing, is these fucking riders with their selfie sticks filming themselves, live streaming themselves. in the, It's just... Yeah, it's like that videotaping this crime spree was the best idea we ever had. Yeah, again,
2: it's like the dumb criminals that we used to talk about on morning radio. You know, the the kicker stories about the dumb crooks, you know, the guy who went in to rob a bank and he put the ransom note on the back of one of his own checks. So his name is on it.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's it's
2: that kind of dumb shit move. Right. And this is uh, another case where, like, for example, the FBI has arrested Jenny Cudd for riding at the Capitol. She posted about it on her Facebook page, bragging that, quote unquote, we tore down the doors to Nancy uh-huh. Pelosi's office. That is a, some dumb fuckery right there. I mean, seriously. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't go around bragging about the crime you just committed on a social media platform that everyone can see, including the FBI, you fucking idiots. Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I just I know ah, bless I know. their little turdy hearts I mean just I know oh, they,
2: they try so hard though don't they I mean you gotta gotta give them like at least uh, maybe a C minus for trying really really hard <laughs> this is a really struggle
1: okay well just i mean it's this whole norman vincent Peale thing i think they honestly believe if they just wish hard enough yeah joe biden won't be president
2: well that's at the centerpiece i mean we haven't really come to terms fully with how much norman vincent Peale has to do with the last four years of madness of course it's not directly his power of positive thinking stuff it was donald trump's co-opting of the power of positive thinking and turning it into toxic positivity that has given us all of this uh, horse shit for so many years now. But uh, just for my listeners, the Clean Phone, the top brand in UV sanitizing, is now offering their top-rated, top-selling, best-reviewed wand product at 50% off and free two-day shipping. The Clean Phone wand is a handheld UV sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any surface. It uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by High hospitals you can use it on packages groceries keyboards tablets money your kids take it with you everywhere and at 50% off and free two-day shipping for a limited time it's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it it's super portable and with days of battery life you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe COVID cases are on the rise so get the clean phone wand at 50% off now and they'll take 60% off a second wand go to thenewdealshop.com that's thenewdealshop.com com thank you the I know this band. I know this singer. Hmm. This is uh, Astral Summer, I own T-Rex's Astral Summer with uh, David Martin. Out So funny, when I hear myself
1: singing, I'm like clinching, I'm constantly like, hit the note, David, don't go short. And I'm like, it's already recorded. Like, I don't <laughs> I have to like, you know.
2: I know. Sometimes I'll uh, listen back to the show after we're done recording it. I would listen to it at like double speed or whatever, just to zip through and make sure there are no train wrecks or anything like that. And, and sometimes I'll listen back to it and get the flop sweats from something I've said <laughs> so, but and there's nothing I can do at that point so it's like oh well oh well more flop sweats wah, wah. okay yeah astralsummer.bandcamp.com to buy Sad Season this song right here uh, link in the description of bobseska.com also submit your music at bobseska.com slash music that's how you do it it's that easy to remember huh
1: Okay. There is something cool coming. An animator is working on a lyric video of that song. Oh, that's great. I can't wait. And the draft I saw of it is so beautiful. It's all, I mean, it's very like, I don't know how you make the word synesthesia into an adjective. Synesthetic? <laughs> is that how you, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, the blurring between, like, when you see sounds or, like, you know, the kind of hallucinogen kind of thing where, yeah. I mean, it, like, she made this thing that, like, looks like, the song looks when I close my eyes and visualize it in my head. It's oh, crazy. That's like,
2: great, man. Beautiful. It takes some talent to really capture a song like that and do it in a way that uh, reflects the intention of the song itself. Um, okay, so uh, speaking of hallucinogens, uh, we've got some, uh, some terrible, terrible news today. Some terrible news. The, uh, the crazy Dr. Bornstein. Has passed away at the... Yeah,
0: I saw that.
2: At the age of 73 Earth years.
0: Hi, everybody! (laughs)
2: That guy. That guy's (laughs) Donald Trump's wacky doctor who said he was the healthiest human being ever to walk the planet or whatever the hell that was that was, uh, we learned later, dictated to Dr. Bornstein by Donald Trump who was sitting in a limo outside the doctor's office. (laughs) It all went down. He actually dictated over the phone what the doctor's letter should be about uh, his own health record. Just absolutely absurd. But who knew? I I had no idea he was even sick. Yeah, I don't know. Somehow Donald Trump has this, I don't know what you would even call it, charisma, something, where he's able to convince other people to lie for him. Uh, which I don't understand. I don't know
1: why anyone. And we're seeing it's this money. Like, he dangles money. I mean, yeah, that's his thing. Yeah. Like you know, it's like if you'll do this, I'll get. He's totally he's a transactional but, person. Oh yeah. But
0: yes, and Giuliani is learning the hard
2: way. Right. Oh my God. This is. Oh <laughs> holy shit. That is my. That is my favorite story of the week. Donald Trump is stiffing Rudy Giuliani, it's basically, uh, oh, uh, Mr. President, can you pay me for my legal services? And he hears back. You get. Nothing. You lose. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. So he's not—he's not getting his legal fees. He's not getting his uh, expenses Surprise. reimbursed or anything. I mean, Rudy... this is Trump's <laughs> original business model. Yes, exactly, exactly. That's what he does to everyone. That's what he did to Deutsche Bank, and somehow it took a violent insurrection in Congress to convince Deutsche Bank that oh, maybe we shouldn't be doing business with Donald Trump. Maybe we need to walk away well, from that guy. They
1: are like the number one Russian money launderer <laughs> on the planet. So I mean, that is true. Yeah, yeah. You know. And in Russia, they don't play. People get right. thrown out of windows, or they get shot with crossbows in their sauna. Yeah, <laughs> you well, see that? Uh, yeah. I, I I
2: don't understand how any of these people didn't see the writing on the wall with Donald Trump. I don't know how they didn't recognize the toxicity of this man, how awful he is to, the, especially to the people who are in his inner circle. Um, even those people get screwed by Donald Trump. And we all saw it. We all knew. Even for decades, going back decades, if Donald Trump was at Spy all on your radar, yeah, um, you knew that Donald Trump was full of shit. Donald Trump was toxic. Donald Trump is an a hole. Donald Trump stiffs people. He's a fucking dick of the highest order. And suddenly, like, even John Kelly. Was like I had no idea. I mean, until I started, <laughs> <I'll> say, <yeah. laughs> until I became chief of staff, I was like, "Oh my god, he's really." I had no idea he was that bad. We got a story here from uh, Rex Tillerson, where Rex Tillerson was like, uh, "Oh my god, Donald Trump turned out to be a disaster, didn't he?" I had no clue, and uh, there were a few others, a few other reports uh, from various former Trump officials who were like, "Oh God, <laughs> I wasn't." But this is what prepared makes me crazy.
1: What on the way in made you think he was on the level? His yeah, hair, I don't know. I don't know. His suit? His voice? Yeah. His vocabulary? I mean, what? I mean, just, uh, it's like every single warning sign in the world.
2: Do you remember uh, Rex Tillerson with the giant head who was the Secretary yeah. of State for a few minutes there? Well, he did a uh, interview with foreignpolicy.com, and he said the following things about Donald Trump. He said, Trump's understanding of global events, his understanding of global history, his understanding of U.S. history was really limited. Well, that's an understatement. It's, It's really hard to have a conversation with someone who doesn't even understand the concept for why we're talking about this. He said, I think the other challenge that I came to realize early on is there were so many people who had access to his ear who were telling him things, most of which were untrue. And then he began to listen to those voices and form a view with no basis in fact. Uh, We squandered the best opportunity we had with North Korea. It was just blown up when he took the meeting with Kim. And that was one of the last straws between him and I. With Putin, we didn't get anything done. We're nowhere with China on national security. We're in a worse place today than we were before he came in. And I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think that was possible. How fucking clueless is that? A political tourist who decided to run for president because he thought it would be good for business, had no intention of actually being president until it landed in his fucking lap, and then he is a disaster, shocking that it turned out the way it turned out. I mean, again, it's not like he materialized from another dimension and landed right onto the escalator and then emerged uh. and was
1: going, "Who's this guy?" <laughs> trailing, you know, actual receipt yeah. tape from his bankruptcies as he comes down the escalator. I mean, just we all knew we all were aware
2: what he was about. If this was, uh, 1991 for fuck's sake. We would know what Donald Trump is all about. And I'm sorry for the all the f words today. I'm loaded with f words. You didn't F-word use day? enough last week. I know. That's I'm, it. There I'm, were not
0: nearly enough f bombs last week, so you're going to make up for it.
2: This I'm starting. Week. To, I'm starting to get mail about my f word usage. Uh. But you know, I, I didn't used to do it, and then I heard those guys on uh, Pod Save America, John Favreau, and all those guys using the f word all over their shows. Like, I guess it's okay now. <laughs> I guess I
1: can do it. Can we break something down for me real quick? Okay. There's like a John Favreau that's like an Obama guy, right? Who's on podcasts? Yeah, he was a
0: speechwriter. Yeah, and
1: then there's a John Favreau that does superhero movies.
0: Yeah, he's a director
2: yes. and an actor. He director. was in Swingers. Swingers. But they're
1: two different folks. Yes. Yeah, they're two different okay. guys. Yeah, two very is different. One guys. a J O N and one a J O H N, or is it just?
2: No, they're the same name, same
1: spelling. How did he go from the White House to being a blockbuster? Pre- no, 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 no. No, no, no. He's, he started. No. He was in Swingers. <laughs> different guys. Now I'm, I'm, I'm caught. I'm up to speed. Did
0: you see Swingers?
1: Yeah, but at that point, I still thought What's His Face was hot before he turned. Yeah, into well, a... he
0: played What's His Face's best friend. Yes, that's that John yeah,
1: Favreau. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I so I remember that guy, but I was mostly looking at What's His Face.
2: The politics um, John Favreau is basically Obama's Ted Sorensen. I mean, John Favreau right. co-wrote many of Obama's greatest speeches. I mean, John Favreau, yes. as far as a political speechwriter, is a fucking genius, and he he does a great podcast, Pod Save America. Those shows are wonderful podcasts. But the the actor John Favreau, the actor director John Favreau, he's responsible for like the Iron Man, you know, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. The uh, he's responsible for the Mandalorian. He created that show. He's written most of his episodes. Just he was just like
1: super accomplished, you know? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, just White <laughs> House aide to Hollywood producer. He does it all. He's I writing Obama's right? speeches. He's producing Star Wars. Yeah, movies. I mean, he's uh, uh, Not much of a leap, you know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, did you see Trump's video last night? It's one of the most desperate, sad things I've ever seen him do. It was it really was pathetic.
1: Teleprompter Trump, which is always. Yeah kind of a weak sister act anyway. It's just,
2: oh my God, I'm so glad it's only six more days of this motherfucker with his head cocking back and forth when he talks like he's condescending, like he doesn't even want to be there. He was basically pleading in this video with Senate Republicans to stick with him. I mean, that was the whole intention by saying, oh, I condemn violence and that was wrong and these people can't call themselves my supporters. But he took no responsibility for it. He didn't say that Joe Biden would be the next president. He didn't say that the election was fair and on the level he didn't say any of that shit so basically if you're a red hat and you're a red hat insurrectionist in particular you're thinking oh he has to say these things and he doesn't yeah, he's really still mean with it.
1: Us. He's still with us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. He, he's Donald Trump. You take his words with a grain of salt, especially when he's reading off a teleprompter because his advisors probably made him do it or something. They'll come up with some excuse to pretend as if Donald Trump really didn't mean what he meant, what he was saying. And that's probably an accurate read. Donald Trump didn't mean any of that last night. It's not a single fucking word of it. See, it, uh, God damn it. I got to stop. I got to stop with the F words. Okay. Um, oh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah so but i mean the the thing that i the thing that i can 't avoid is the fact that the past week plus we 're now eight days out eight days since the insurrection it's not, it now feels like those days after 9-11, eleven doesn 't it where you feel like Absolutely. there's another there's another imminent attack on the way um, they 're shutting down all kinds of things not because of covid not because of the pandemic but because of Right wing terrorism. That's what we're dealing with. In the DC
1: metro area, too. And it's especially intense there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I understand that, like, the state capitals in every state are locked down. And it's just what kills me. So, reportedly, the Republican counties around my county are all, everyone out there is convinced that there's going to be martial law. And they're all, like, getting ready to hunker down for 30 days and buying out the Walmart and everything. And,. I'm just like, you guys are willing to hunker down for this total fairy tale that pre- that, pre- that Trump is going to stay president, but you wouldn't do it for fucking COVID.
2: Yeah. Which, uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, the National Mall in uh, Washington, D.C., the area between the U.S. Capitol and the Lincoln Memorial, it's going to be closed to the public on Inauguration Day according to two federal officials with uh, different agencies. And once again, they're shutting these things down, not because of the pandemic, not because they're doing construction or something else is going on there, some other event.
1: Not because of Al-Qaeda.
2: because Yeah, not because of some foreign hostile attack that is imminent or something like that. These are Americans who want to hang members of Congress. They want to murder the incoming president. That's the concern. They have credible intelligence indicating that there are gonna be more of these insurrections between the 16th and the 20th. -hmm. And I doubt that whatever Donald Trump said in that video is gonna stop them. The board is set, the pieces are moving as they say in uh, Lord of the Rings. And uh, there's no way that they're gonna say, oh, well, I guess we gotta cancel. (laughs) No. You think these people are just like, well, well, maybe it's too much trouble. Let's just stay home. Nah, that's not the way they are.
1: It's going to be interesting because I really think they got a false impression of the softness of their targets. Yeah. On Wednesday because the president was holding the national guard back and mm-hmm. you know, some crackers, they're going to get some holes in them. Yeah, right, right. It's gonna, I mean, because that was, that was an atypical response. And, I, you know, we were all sitting there going, where's the national... I mean, our military is... You're not going to be able to knock down the U.S. military with your hockey stick and your AR-15. Oh,
2: yeah. Last check, there were going to be... I think there's already... 15,000? 15, yeah, yeah 15,000 National Guardsmen surrounding that perimeter uh, around the Capitol building. Uh, yeah. I mean, these guys uh, have threatened to bring their firearms to these next series of, you know, whatever they're calling them, demonstrations or, you know, more insurrections, more sedition. And so it's possible that they could end up engaging these National Guardsmen, which case uh, the insurrectionists are completely screwed. I can't I can't even believe we're talking in these terms. I mean, we're basically looking at what amounts to, you know, a hot civil war, the cold civil war in this country, as of last Wednesday, uh, got a little hotter. And whether it gets to the point where it is on fire, well, that remains to be seen. That's gonna we're gonna know that between now and yeah, over these next six days, right,
1: right. The U.S. fascist movement is gonna. I mean, if we don't act swiftly and decisively, get these people who were giving tours of the Capitol to pre-riders. Yeah. Do you know about that? Oh
2: yeah, Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were giving tours to. It was reconnaissance. What they were doing. They were, they were showing the, them around the so they knew where to go. the has
1: been closed yeah. since the beginning of the pandemic. So there were no visitors. And they, these people somehow got like Congress members to show them around. Yeah. Uh-huh. When Trump – I watched the speech he gave on the day of the attack and it just like – I mean he a – thir- a three-year-old could have followed those instructions. I mean mm-hmm. he's walked down there, walked down this street yeah. right in front of you yeah. to that building over there. You see it? Yeah. Go there. <laughs>
0: well, and you guys heard you about know. the panic buttons, right?
1: Oh, yeah, the panic yes. buttons were taken away.
2: And yeah. here's the thing. I was talking about this with uh, John Fugel saying on Sirius XM last night, so if you've heard this already, forgive me, we're going to repeat it, but I, there's going to be a commission. There's going to be like, a remember the 9-11 Commission? There was the Warren Commission. There's going to be some sort of commission that's going to investigate all of the events of that day and the things that led up to it, the aftermath of it, the investigations and so on, the people who are guilty, the people who are responsible for aiding and abetting the insurrection. Those people are going to be held responsible, too, in the context of this commission. And that's when we're going to hear about members of Congress who yeah. may have been helping the insurrectionists that's where people like Laura Boebert comes in right where she was tweeting things about the location of Nancy Pelosi and so on where she could say I guess she could say well that was just to make sure everyone knew that she was safe you know everyone knew where she was and that she was safe well no that's horseshit it's very clear that this gun-toting member of Congress with her Glock She was trying to instruct the insurrectionists in terms of where to go, where to head, because, you know, she's fully she's all in with this notion that, yeah, that they can effectively and they can somehow accomplish some kind of revolution in overthrowing the current government, getting rid of Congress, maybe starting their own government. I don't know what their question mark was, but yeah.
1: Suffice it's to say. Glockholm Syndrome.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, one of the things that was happening... you we make that the show title?
1: <laughs> what, what did you... Yeah. I, I didn't even hear what you said. What did you say? Glockholm Syndrome. Glock,
2: <laughs> Glockholm Syndrome. Maybe that'll be the title. Maybe. There's been a few uh, uh, contenders for that. Uh, but three Democratic members of Congress have tested positive for COVID-19 after being locked down with colleagues who refused to wear masks. You know... Um, Look, it it seems like all of these reactions to the insurrection, whether it's Donald Trump being removed from Twitter, uh, corporations going after uh, members of Congress who uh, failed to support the peaceful transfer of power, failed to support the certification of the electoral vote in Congress, this comeuppance, this accountability has to happen. It's mandatory that this all goes down, if for no other reason but to end this ridiculous horseshit movement that the Republican Party has become. And I don't know how else you can do it. There's no other way other than to take their toys away, as we were putting it on Tuesday's show, you got to take their toys away. They don't deserve to have their toys anymore. And it's Mm -hmm. the only way that America comes back from this. Because if it's allowed to metastasize further than it already has, we're completely screwed. I mean, can you imagine if Donald Trump had won this election? Can you imagine (sighs) if the Republicans that are now controlled by Trump and QAnon Do you imagine the Republican Party taking control of Congress in two years or a Republican president winning in four years? My God, the stakes are just too goddamn high. And I'm not even talking from a political point of view. The basic nut of it, which is that fuck democracy, we're just going to do things at the point of a gun, completely misunderstanding that in a democracy, it is supposed to be a battle of words. A battle of ideas, of arguments, back and forth, debate, rational debate, and over uh, mutually agreed upon facts. In a democracy, you do not enact change at the point of a gun. That's not how a democracy works. And the very fact that they believe they can do that is contrary to American style democracy or any democracy whatsoever. They don't understand it. You know, and, and we're as- trying
1: to talk sense into people who are so pig headed yeah. that they were actual smallpox blankets in the bunker last Wednesday. Yeah, exactly right. Human smallpox blankets that infected their fellow legislators because they were too pig-headed to put on a mask.
2: I mean, how can we function? Let's say, for example, there's another more deadly pandemic in our future, and the Democrats recognize, okay, well, this is horrible, and we need to stop this next pandemic coming up. And say it causes your eyeballs to bleed, and you just start hemorrhaging randomly. Um, The Republicans will be like, well, this is clearly a hoax. And the Democrats, they're going to see that as being a political football and they'll take the opposite posture without recognizing the, the, what should be a mutually agreed upon fact that we've got this next deadly pandemic and we all need to work together to solve the problem. We cannot function if half of the political debate is going, oh, it's a conspiracy theory.
1: Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh. But We're they, not doing I mean, jack that's shit. where they've been for the last four years. That's yeah. exactly what they've been doing. Oh, it's yeah. Been like, you know.
2: But, I mean, we got lucky this time. This past four years, we got super lucky insofar as Donald Trump was testing the fences. Donald Trump was testing the system. It's been a stress test of the American system for the last four years. But we've managed to escape it by the skin of our teeth. We've managed to escape it through a few... Uh, successful court challenges. We've managed to escape it because Donald Trump is an idiot and his supporters are equally moronic. So we were able to sidestep the full ramifications of this. But if it keeps happening and happening and happening, and it's this constant uh, hot potato between, okay, well, the grownups are gonna take care of things. Oh, but suddenly everyone forgets about the madness that happened before the grownups took over, so we're just gonna bring in the fucking crazy people again. I mean, we're talking about people who have a very short attention span in this country, American voters, notoriously. I mean, after George W. Bush, after the Great Recession and the disaster that was, you know, at the very least his second term, not to mention his first term, you know, you fast forward another eight years and yeah, let's have more of that. But let's make it even worse. Let's get someone who's never been elected to anything, knows nothing about government, knows nothing about history, knows nothing about anything. And we'll, we're going to make the host of The Celebrity Apprentice president because, bah, I don't like how things are going in this country. I'm mad. And that is not conducive to a long-lasting republic. None of that is. And so that's that's kind of why... Uh, everything that has been going on for the past week as comeuppance for that insurrection is absolutely mandatory, and we need to support every fucking word of it. We need to support the corporations that are cutting them off and making sure that these corporations continue to cut them off and not give them any more oxygen in terms of fundraising, in terms of giving them a platform for their disinformation and their propaganda. This needs to continue on and on and on, and if we walk away, and if we let people like Lindsey Graham get their way and we say, okay, well, we're going to abandon uh, accountability because, oh, unity. Uh, we're going to do this unity thing now, right? That's only going to magnify the you crisis. Know, I can't really crisis.
1: contemplate unity with people who are wearing six million weren't enough shirts. Mm-hmm. It's just our Camp yeah. Auschwitz shirts. Yeah. It's like we're not going to unify. Yeah, We're yeah. going to see you like... In hell, basically. I mean, uh, that's right.
0: Well, here's the here's the. I've been reading this, and I think this is an accurate way to decide on how we're going to unify.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ask your friends that voted for Trump. Do they believe that Joe Biden was a legitimately elected president? If they no. say no, we can't unify with them.
2: Yeah. No. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, e- even without that question, uh, I think right. could, I think it's safe to assume that they're gone. That they're lost. That uh, there's no convincing them, and they are on some other plane of existence applying a false uh, collection of facts to what they're not seen. even on the
1: plane. They've left the runway entirely. They're not off. allowed on the plane. <laughs> ah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Well,
0: they ain't know, allowed on no planes right now. A lot of them are going
2: yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I love that story too. That's fine. I mean they, they god they invaded congress and suddenly they're like, "Well, why am
1: I being kicked off this airplane?" <laughs> what, because what you, do you literally expect? and you pitched an armed tantrum and oh shot yourselves and spread it on the walls. You you, we don't want you on the plane. What You're did a you think, biohazard?
2: Again, what Rachel Maddow was saying, what did you think was going right. to happen? That's such an important question. Okay, it's the start of a brand new year, and if you're planning on making a fresh start for yourself in 2021, here's your time to shine. You might try reading a new book, getting some exercise, even try changing up your look. Well, Plexiderm can be the key to a refreshed new look for the new year by taking years off your appearance, and it all just takes... 10 minutes. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s and crow's feet. Take up to 10 years off your appearance again in just 10 minutes. You can try a six application trial pack for just fourteen ninety five with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices to the operator. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Thank you. Bob Seska. It's uh, Friends and Family Day here on the show. This is. Uh, oh, his voice is gorgeous. This is a great Lonnie Paul. This is uh, Jody Hamilton's husband covering uh, Linkin Park from scratch, re recording all of the instruments and, uh, of course, doing the vocals here, too. This is Linkin Park's Numb by uh, the great Lonnie Paul. Holy shit. Link in the description. Oh man, it's so good! It's so good. Please, Jody, tell Lonnie this. This kicks all kinds of ass. Yeah, I
0: will.
1: Yeah. I think when it's time for Astral Summer to actually do an album with a budget that I'm not recording on my laptop, <laughs> Lonnie is gonna have to produce it. Cause I mean, it. This just sounds so. Fun. Fat and big. Yeah, it's got that like muscly guitar and the tech on top of it that gives it that like garbage kind of feel. I love it. I got to tell love you, it, it kind of blew
2: out my hearing as we were playing <laughs> a, a segment of it here, and I started talking, and I was like, "Why can't I hear myself talking?" It's like that sensation when you leave a rock concert and you just hear the tinnitus in your ear and nothing else. It was kind of that experience too. Mm. But uh, yeah, the great Lonnie Paul right here. Um, All right, getting back into things here as we wrap up the show today. Uh, Oh, New York City is ending all contracts with the Trump Organization. It's about
1: fucking time. I can, I'm surprised they still had any. I mean, yeah, I, I think they
0: they had to have their lawyers look at the contracts to see that they could sever before <laughs> they even tried to do it because you know that those are pretty solid contracts. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, and they 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 fully expect him to sue, but they also fully expect to win their lawsuits.
2: There's probably also a conscience clause in the contract, or yeah. there's conscience clauses, morals clause, something morals like clause. that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 If, if, Which brings us to Ivanka.
2: <laughs> Okay, well,
0: and I was the gonna... toilets that they didn't... Oh, did you hear about this story? No. The, Jared and Ivanka rented, I guess, a basement room next to where they live, which and they had to put a toilet in it because that's where they wanted the secret service to use.
2: Oh, my God. They weren't
0: even allowed to use their toilets in their house.
1: Wow. These...
2: Oh, my God. These horrible, horrible the rich people. Rich people
1: and their fucking toilets, man. They, the, they just want to shit in a gold pot, basically. I mean, and honestly, like...
0: what? who the fuck? These people are there to... Protect your life and you won't let them use your fucking toilet?
1: Yeah, seriously.
2: I mean, that completely one ups what I was about to say about uh, Eric and and Junior, too, because I was looking at this story about cutting ties with New York City or New York City cutting ties with the Trump organization. And the photo they included on the Talking Points memo uh, article about this is a picture of Eric and Junior standing and of course, when Trump can't
1: even do that, right? They look so <laughs>
2: weird and awkward and pear- is- <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're so pear shaped looking, right? They got these teeny tiny shoulders and these big, like childbearing hips. So consequently, that has nothing to do with it. They just don't know how to stand upright like human beings do. <laughs> they just right. don't. It's, it's so, so awkward. Weird. Looking.
1: Are they all wearing lifts? Uh, is that probably what's going on? they're all I don't know. tilted forward. I, I up, think like the front end of a
2: centaur. I think Eric is naturally tall. I think Eric is exceptionally tall, sort of like Baron is like super duper mm-hmm. tall. Like Baron is like seven feet tall, or something. Scenes, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ivanka thinks she can successfully overcome her father's awfulness, a run, uh, enough, <laughs> enough to run for office herself. Uh, according to Vanity Fair, it's so funny. <laughs> Ivanka appears to understand that the insurrection situation is not ideal for her brand. You think? Always thinking about the (laughs) brand. These vapid, shallow pieces of shit. Always going back to the centerpiece of their entire universe, which is the Trump brand. Oh my God. And hence her furious attempts at damage control, including the decision to delete her tweet, calling the violent mob, American patriots well it's good that she deleted it but you know what we've got it preserved forever I mean because there are things called screen grabs and these are going to be wheeled out in every opposition commercial if she tries to run for office no one's going to forget that she referred to insurrectionists as American patriots
1: Trump himself was like I love you (laughs) you're very special please calm down and get in the car carrier and we'll take you home I mean just They're the ones that are like bitching about people wanting, you know, participation trophies or whatever. And it's like you guys are the ones who were constantly having to like wipe the drool and like, you know, uh, just – yeah, biggest it, crybabies. There's Go there's ahead. a
2: great video that, that that dropped maybe a year or two ago where Ivanka is at the G8 or something like uh-huh. that, and she's standing there trying to kind of worm her way into a conversation <laughs> between like Angela Merkel and uh, Theresa May, and there were some other officials standing there having a serious foreign policy conversation, and she's there, you know, like nodding in agreement as if she understands anything going on. It was like David Brent from The Office. It was like Ricky. Gervais' character wandering up to (laughs) Tim and Gareth to try to shoehorn himself into the fun. You know, that's what Ivanka was doing, and it was so sad and pathetic. It was literally like watching the UK version of The Office and seeing Ricky Gervais' character make an ass of himself at every fucking turn. So socially awkward. It's ridiculous. But according to the uh, Daily Mail, Princess Purses has plans to attend (laughs) Joe Biden's inauguration on January 20th in an effort to save... In an effort to save her reputation and her promising political career, which she believes is a real I mean, thing that reputation that reputation was
1: shot in 1989. Yeah, Girl. No kidding. Give <laughs> it up.
2: The um, report goes on to claim that Trump told his daughter it would be quote an insult that she would even want to engage with the crooks who are trying to bring him down unquote. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, poor Ivanka. You know, they just need to go away. They just need to go away for a long, long time. And just... And,
0: and in nice orange suits.
2: Maybe they can flee to a non-extradition country and hide out there under assumed names. Maybe they should be working on those assumed names right about now. Mm-hmm. Coming up with their own fake names and their own fake identities. Maybe see that guy in uh, Breaking Bad at the vacuum cleaner store. And they could sh- end up working at a Cinnabon in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I would love that. Can you imagine walking into a Cinnabon in Omaha, Nebraska, and there's Donald Trump in disguise like with a big fake mustache. <laughs> would you like a Cinnabon? Would you like extra ooze? Would you like? I'm and, uh, yeah. I Trump says that as a Cinnabon manager, he says, would you like extra ooze on that? I don't even know where that came from. Oh, my God. All right. Well, uh, lots more to talk about here on the show as we uh, as we wrap up. And you know how that happens? We continue talking on the postmortem show on our Patreon page. So, if you want to continue with this conversation, if you want to, if you want to stay in the know, if you don't want to miss out, you got to go to patreoncom slash show or just very simply BobSeskaShow.com. Or you can click the all caps Patreon link at BobSeska.com, and uh, you can go subscribe for five dollars a month. And for five dollars a month, you get like eight postmortem shows every month. Post mortem shows a week when this music is done playing. We keep on talking about for another 15 20 minutes or so, and uh, and we post it on the Patreon page. So, all the real fun happens there, I assure you. And I actually say it's the, the VIP room, yeah, I say the F word less often on the post mortem <clears throat> show, some for some reason, I don't know why, but yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's the VIP room. So, if, if you pay five dollars a month if you support this show at five dollars a month. You can be part of the VIP room. That that gives you access, right? And there are lots Bottle of people. Bottle service. Yeah. Fear of missing out. You don't want to have the fear of missing out. You don't want to have FOMO. BobSescaShow.com. Also, Jody Hamilton's at From-The-Bunker.com. That is her podcast. It's called From the Bunker. With my new friend, Sean Barton.
0: Your new best friend.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I can't <laughs> believe it took me so long to follow him on Twitter, but now I'm following Sean Barton on Twitter. Okay. Hey. Legs. Hi, legs. Legs. Hey. You can also listen to the From the Bunker podcast on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. There's another new member of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network that's going to be joining soon, and I think uh, Stephanie will have that. Stephanie Miller will have that announcement on her show. Uh, That's SexyLiberal.com. It is your podcasting super duper station. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening to all the show's five-star rating and reviews for everybody. And make sure to go buy every song, every album by Astral Summer. At astrosummer.bandcamp.com. You can also listen to uh, David's own podcast at uh patreon.com/slash the T-Rex report where you can support his endeavors there too. And you can buy them you can buy the song Sad Season, it's a brand new song by Astral Summer that we played here on the show. Don't forget to do that. And of course, any music countdown coming up at the end of the month. Okay, that's it, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the After Party tomorrow with Kimberly Johnson. Meantime, uh, I guess it'll be Rocky Mountain Mike on next Tuesday's show again. Everyone loves Rocky Mountain Mike, so looking forward to that. Thanks, Thanks, Mike. Take care, folks. Bye-bye. Bye everybody. It's the start of a brand new year and if you plan on making a fresh start for yourself in 2021 this is your time to shine. You might try reading a new book, getting more exercise or even try changing up your look. Plexiderm can be the key to a refreshed and new look for the year by taking years off your appearance and it all takes just 10 minutes. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes, visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines number 11s and crow's feet. The results are going to last for hours so you can take the next steps to reaching your resolutions confident that you'll look your best the whole damn time. You can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash voices or call 800-685-1292 and say the code voices this order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee make those wrinkles lines and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. visit buyplx.com voices or just call 1-800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout thank you look around you can find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader